Hello, everyone. Welcome to Azure Centric. And today on a special episode of the Microsoft Ignite Book of News. With me, I have my always my partners in crime on, on the Ignite, Armando Lacerna and George Maia, to comment all of the news and what happened on Ignite. So Ignite finished today. Or it's going to finish at midnight, something like that, <laughs> right? Because it's the 24 hours during three days. So what do you guys think about Ignite or the keynote? Let's start with the keynote. All right. Uh, keynote, the best part of Keynote is about the new vision of Microsoft about the metaverse uh, using Teams. Uh, for me, IoT is my it's my daily job. So when we talk about IoT, we have uh, VR, we have uh, uh, AR. So the the idea of uh, an avatar, and we can interact with the the fabrics and and the the retail plan, the the retail sites is a good idea for me. I believe we will take a long time to to come to production with that, but Maybe it, it was the, the best point of keynote for me. Yeah. On the on the keynote, I mean, as Ignite, as an event overall, there is but there was this push of trying to get the virtual interaction in between human beings more seamless. And like you said, you're the avatar thing. I don't know if you attended any, but there were uh, specific rooms. There were many. Way more, way more uh, room, virtual rooms like we had compared to what we had in the previous previous ignite, where you can use your 3D goggle thing mm -hmm. and get into there and be your avatar there. So the, they are pushing the the envelope of trying to get virtual uh, meetings, like you know Zoom meetings, team meetings, based on 3D on this reality, trying to get the the environment better. I found it interesting. But I feel like still lacking a little. Uh, they try to do the face expressions on the, you know, on the avatars, but um, they still don't have the camera reading your face expression. So it's all a guesswork on AI uh, in the back end. It's always it's a serious avatar. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. like us happy guys. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm talking like this, and the avatar is like this, and yeah. Um, I tried that, but you know, like any technology in its infancy, it, it's the first steps, and the the you know the devices that are available for the general public, they they really don't have that technology to uh, read the impressions on the face. You may get there. I'm not sure. Like as you come out of the pandemic, and virtual meetings are becoming not so much yeah. uh, the mainstream like they used to be. Of course, they will still be big, but people will start meeting in person again. I'm not sure if that uh, push will see much development from now on. Yeah, if you if you if you can imagine, Armando, when we we have this in in production or in 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 other phases of the the product, not the the preview or the early the early one, uh, when we can interact this with a digital twin, for example, it will be incredible. If you can take your 3D model of a factory or of a site 
or a facility, for example, and you can walk on this and you can take some vision about the, the sensors, the insights, some alarms, it will be incredible. There will be kind of, there will be kind of an invite, right? An impressive invite. Hey, let me take you to a virtual tour real time on my platform. Yeah. <laughs> it will be good. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. I think I think in my opinion, um the keynote was was good, although it was short. Usually on Ignite we have an hour and a half that we have a little bit more demos. And I got the feeling that was all about or the majority of those 30 minutes or 30 something minutes was about teams and how teams is awesome and everything it's it's made for teams um that was the base of the that i felt regarding the 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 keynote it was a, a cool thing just to see that they are not stopping developing that i know that teams especially on these 18 or 20 months that we are in in still in covid and all of this pandemic is main is the main kind of a collaboration tool and it's it's awesome to see that microsoft is still envisioning how to improve even more teams i like the way that that they are doing but there was a lack of other things that was more interesting because if you remember last time we were the three of us in almost in the front row um in in the ignite 2019 um we and since they launch i don't know if you noticed that kind of trend but since they launch uh, the the hololens now there are always something regarding this metaverse like you like to call it right always on the keynote uh, of ignite and mm -hmm. i did before uh, before this i just saw the other keynote of the last year uh, or the beginning of this year and it's about the same thing right the part of the uh uh what's the name altero vr or something like that yeah all of your uh-huh and um, that was about almost about the same right uh yeah, emerging it's, it's people as an, an evolution of the same idea they're trying to put uh, uh, at the beginning of the year like you said they tried it. They made uh, in the keynote. They invited us. They invited us to get to be there with the uh, VR device. I happen to have one here, so I tried that at the beginning of the year. I tried it again uh, this year. Uh, I mean, the, this uh, this past night, this last one. But um, uh, it's an interesting idea. It's getting better, and the development group that's behind this is community driven. Microsoft kind of uh, invited them into the into the game. And they're using their platform. Uh, it, it's awesome, but again, it's, it is it, it's, it, it is on its infancy. So I don't think that is like enterprise ready. I don't see a, a board meeting, like you know, in a. I have Star Wars behind me here. The troops, if you can remember, there is the Jedi Council there, and some of the when they meet, some of them are on other planets, and then they're virtually there with their avatar. We are far away from that. Anything close to that? <laughs> yeah. And and do you do you have the same opinion, George? A little bit, a little bit. I, I guess we are increasing the idea of be in a virtual environment without any gadgets. 
So that yeah. that's the main idea when we talk about that. When we talk about uh, uh, extended reality on factories, for example, we started using uh, an iPad and then a cell phone. And now the idea of when I'm arriving in a software, in a meeting, I can see all the, the site and all the, the, the But there is a lot of... So I was working with, with a, um, a colleague of mine that he, he, they develop this uh, kind of... Um, on It's IoT devices that they put on, on HoloLens to just going on the factory or for training and for all of that to just double check, for example, the valves that they have on, on wells and all of that. And he, he did the demo because he did develop or he was the head of development uh, of, of their company. And he did show me on HoloLens and it's pretty cool because now you can interact during team meetings that I see right over uh, on this, that you can interact with team meetings that mm -hmm. now if you are, you can be at the office, you can be wherever, in this case, you are in Brazil, you can be there and say, you know what, this device or this specific uh, uh, sensor uh, is connecting to this and how they are kind of having uh, a resilience of all the paths that they have for the, for the oil and the gas and everything else. If the valve shuts here, this is what's going to happen down on a, down on the road that sometimes it's difficult to see it and it's difficult to interact right mm -hmm. and i think we were mentioning that uh during the the podcast that we record with you if uh, uh with the three of us but in this case in portuguese that the new the talking about the coming back right we yep. talk about that that sometimes meetings especially for some some people and especially for you to talk about a lot of IoT is going to be really difficult if he's not yes. in person. Yes. I think this will accelerate because now you will have access. They can give you access. You are a meeting guest, right? You can have access during that meeting to kind of help them or help the, help the team, help everyone. And the part that I, that I like that Teams is involving as well, and I'm not a... Uh, I'm just a, a, a Teams user, is the part that, especially for us consultants, right? Because the three of us are consultants, is to be able to get that access to the different teams without mm -hmm. logging into their teams and all of that. With my own tenant, we now we can go back and forth, and that is the, the marvels of this. And you see a lot of improvements. Yeah. my my Just, just adding... Um... Uh, a small thing to to your talk, Marcos. Uh, when you talk about the Hololens, uh, the Hololens, when you have to use this in a factory, for example, uh, it's good. Of course, it's good. It's it's amazing. You can interact with uh, 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 an augmented reality, uh, but it's not quite simple to use that. No. You, you can imagine, oh, I, I want to see what's going on here. So, and you and you come and take a look on that. That you should wear uh, the 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 Oculus, and, and I I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm talking too much, 
with some some clients here to to use uh, augmented reality on the on the factories and they respond with the same it's not easy to use george it's not easy to use it's not quite natural right yeah. it, it's not because oh it's just simple you can use a phone it's not true. You can't use a phone inside a factory in some in some uh, 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 near some conveys, for example. It's yeah, not absolutely it's not true. So the the idea behind is good, but when you go to the market, it's not good. And when I see something like this presented in a keynote, I see a light on the oh. It will really create a new environment to use with that. It's not only inside the factory, but outside the plant also. So yeah. it's amazing. Now it's kind of a niche, but I hope it, it expands. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's another thing, right? Because the device, it's it's really expands even for doing all of those type of things. And yeah. when you want to scale that. Uh, to different, to like, for example, a factory that you probably need the hundreds or even close to a thousands. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. But the price, the, the the costs to produce the model of a, a, a digital twin, for example, it's not good. Also, <laughs> the idea is good. Yeah, but. When you when you say oh digital twins digital twins is, is perfect you can use that's okay the API of digital twins is very good if you uh, uh, create a floor uh, uh, model of the the factory it's also but let's create a three D model and interact with the machines and the conveys and the sensors. Mm. I don't know if the cost is good. And when you talk about, oh, let's plan this metaverse, <laughs> I believe the costs will not be good also. So we have to, to wait for uh, uh, the near future to listen more about that. But I believe we will see good things coming. Hey, George, on, on your lane of IoT and uh, data streaming, have you seen? Uh, have you noticed they uh, released a new uh, a skill feature for um, event hubs? They have long the premium level. No. Yeah, they released a new one. Supposed to be like twice as uh, scalable. Good. It's kind good. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good to use with with time series insight, for example. That yeah. we can we can we can acquire some information from the IoT hub and and from the, the the event hubs also, so we can we can connect event hubs to to. Yeah. The they announced that along um, with new features for Synapse, which is my lane, <laughs> and uh, the the ability of doing streaming analytics straight into Synapse, and yeah. you know twice as powerful with the new uh, event hub uh, price offering or skill set offering. I found that interesting. And, and to the point that Marcus mentioned earlier, you know, when we got into Ignite previously, we had that, you know, avalanche of new features, new products and everything coming out uh, at Ignite. Microsoft is not waiting for Ignite anymore. 
you know, we have a lot of new features yeah. and things that were released in between the last Ignite early this year and this one. And when you see here, what you see is just new features to products already there, you know, new features to Cosmos DB, uh, new features to Event Hub I just mentioned. And I'm talking about my field, right? The things I pay attention to. I'm sure. So let's can... do that. Let's talk about the data news in this case. Everybody, what what, what you? be the last one. That's okay. <laughs> this is this is open mic. This is we what changed I the the order. You All guys right. are okay. talking about that. I'm okay with that. Let's go. Let's go, go on, on data news. What about what do you think that you are? More in, and this was the purpose of of having you guys over here is we cover almost like 70 80 percent of all the things regarding uh regarding the ignite so be between azure uh data and iot and kind of development as well that george can can do it um that's the the reason that i i want to bring you guys over here to comment yeah. Because we know that we are MVPs. We got that that part of getting a little bit more of uh, information or close information. But and we we had like like you mentioned the part that I like is um, as you know I have I have the weekly updates for Azure, and yeah it didn't stop at all. Like one or two weeks before we had like twenty something updates before Ignite and usually uh, it stops kind of when they have some big announcements. Um, so I'm going past in this case to you, Armando, to start uh, with what's your thoughts regarding the data platform and the data area? Yeah, on the data side, what, I, what people will notice there is that Microsoft is really pushing into um, the private cloud, meaning the local data center, the on-premise uh, compute capacity of any company, you know, they usually call it the private cloud. They, they want to make that bridge and make the local data center their companies need to keep, or the companies that need to keep, to be an extension of Azure. So not in, in the data platform, but we have seen Arc coming out, uh, you know, uh, almost a year ago. And we see Arc being the being mature, matured. I just got my laptop the other day as a my my private uh, region <laughs> for my subscription, so I test that out. It's super cool. But on the data side, um, see, the, the data community is super passionate about the uh, data services, right? Not not just in the cloud, but also on premise. So there 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 has been this noise in the community for a while. So where is SQL? The last one was SQL twenty nineteen. And we're at 19, 20, 21, three years. We've never been like four years without uh, a major update since 2000, when it was SQL Server 2000 and SQL Server 2005. So during the night, they finally announced that SQL Server 2022 is coming. And as the main attractive for SQL Server 2022 is this um, seamless bridge in between on-premise and the cloud. So you can run your database on-premise, for instance, and uh, if needed, you can uh, move, like, uh, like in VMware, you do a vMotion or something like that. You can move that database to manage instance in the cloud and do whatever processing you need to do there in the cloud and then move it back to on-premise if you like. So these features are usually um, 
you know, siloed in the clouds uh, up to this point. They start moving into on-premise and things that would only work on-premises are going to the cloud in, this, in the SQL Server platform. So that one is, is preview. No, SQL Server 22 has not been released yet. We hope it will be next year. Sometimes they delay. Remember 2019, they released in 2020. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's kind of interesting things coming out there uh, on, on that side for SQL Server 2022. There were yeah. some there were some news on Cosmos DB. Uh, they have uh, upgraded the interface. They have added new features for developers to make it more friendly to developers and uh, some more integration. They, they, they already had that integration with Synapse and they have more integration with other uh, ends inside Azure. But again, it's not like a new product or a big change in a product. It's just a feature or two that comes out for that particular product. On the SQL Server uh, Managed Instance, for instance, they have new hardware support for SQL Server. And before Ignite, they announced the trusted platform for SQL Server platform as a service in the cloud where you can run uh, enclaves for uh, always encrypted in the cloud. The price is really, really salty. <laughs> it's like three <laughs> times more. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. But if you need that thing, George, yeah. George did, I don't know if you have read about the evaluations about the thing. It's so, so, you know, the environment, it's hardware based, right? It's based on that, on that Intel GSX uh, uh, platform. The thing is so locked down that they gave the platform, they, you know, they put some server together and gave two people to try to hack in. There was this, this group of guys in the lab that were able to hack into the enclave. But in order to do that, they have to put the, the entire computer on a, a very low temperature chamber to slow down the processor speed so they have time to hack into the memory. <laughs> Whoa. I saw some, something like this, but increasing the temperature in IoT devices here. We do some tests using using some microprocessors to when you increase the temperature, you can hack the 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 firmware uh, uploaded to the the microcontroller. We we saw something about this. We we are we were looking to to these tests on a on a client of us. Yeah, uh, Armando, did you did you see something about the the containers? I I I read something about the uh, a new model of containers for for apps that so, you can use uh, uh, and and you can use also now uh, a Kubernetes as a as a service, for example, as a serverless. Kira. So you can just connect this. I, I I believe it's it was it is good for us also. Yeah, Kato. So um, <clears throat> I have not, uh, I have not driven very deep it, uh, into that subject. But what I have seen about it is, we know that web apps we can deploy your code as code, right? You know your your source code or your DLLs, or you can deploy mm -hmm. as a container. So they get that deployment option uh, to web apps to the next level. So that would be Azure Container Apps. Yeah, and we are using this here. When you when you are developing some like in Python or or, 
or other languages is also and you can do it on linux uh linux app services we are using this in in some clients but when you deploy a container to uh, an app service you can only use the the http and the https ports in yeah. my case here i have some services deployed as containers but i need to use sockets on specific ports so i still have to use a container instance to this to this deployment or the container in instance is hard to scale that one is <laughs> I, think I, I can talk too much about that <laughs> I, I, I have had my trials with that one on sql server i have done it's not a good one because that i asked you about the container for apps because i i read something i guess tiago custodio was talking about this on on igna on the on the linkedin uh, and I will take a, a, a look on that because we are in in a pain here to to deploy this this some services because in some cases we need to create a gateway to receive message from the the devices. It's not a device that I can connect to the IoT hub, and it comes by a socket. So. I have to connect this, I have to translate the information, and then I create an identity to this device and uh, push this information to the IoT hub, and then I, I use the flow to, to, to the data. There's a so, lot of hard work. I think, yeah. I think, I think some of the uh, blocks you are talking about, they are addressed on uh, Azure Container Apps, especially because it supports Dapper. You can deploy Dapper-based yeah. application to it. And that we use other other ports other than HTTP. So yeah, I, I have to I have to take a look on this because yeah, yeah. container instance is not the best option for me at all. So I think I, I think would be the best for for containers there are for applications for custom applications, which is your case. I think this is, is going to be the way to go instead of web apps and uh, having web apps hosting containers, mm -hmm. especially because the scalability is, is controlled by Kata, which is the Kubernetes uh, dynamic, the, which is Kubernetes behind the scenes dynamically monitoring the traffic. Um, the, that sounds that sounds like a really interesting announcement and something I want to try uh, later. But uh, again, there's four applications. If you get a template, uh, an Azure uh, container template that's already there, like the SQL Server they uh, offer, I, I don't think it's going to work in here because the traffic is not HTTP, it's uh, you know, SQL Server traffic. So yeah. we'll see. I, I'll hack it up. <laughs> <laughs> so now changing for you, George. What about you think about the IoT news or IoT updates that was launched yes, George, on Ignite? IoT news, tell me. <laughs> We do not have new products and, and some highlights and, oh, it's amazing. No, we have some, really? some small features like uh, the device update. Device update is, is a must to, to the life cycle of an device. So I need to send uh, firmware. I need to send some information to the, to the edge. So I have to do this. And now you can do, it's not now an Ignite, uh, a past months ago, uh, we had a preview of that. And now you can use this to, to send firmware and you do an OTA 
to the to the device this is a good one because it takes a long uh, uh, journey to do this if you do not use the IoT hub to do that. So you can use the, the SDK on the device and then you can send a new firmware to that and it changed the firmware and, and send a pushback for me saying, oh, I'm okay, I'm live with the new version of the, the, the firmware one. Uh, another good thing that we have now is uh, an NXP producing uh, a new microprocessor with Azure Sphere. So until now, nice. yeah, until now we only had the, the MediaTek one. So now we have an NXP one. So let's see what's going on. Uh, I believe it will, will be uh, available in early 2022. I will take a look on this on the CAS in Las Vegas on NXP uh, people oh, over there. So I will record a picture and I send some videos and pictures to the to the channel and we can record another another podcast. Do you the same trusted platform there? I don't know. Oh, they, they have not released the specs? No. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the sphere is the trusted platform, right? I hope they do. Yeah. Yeah, this, the, the idea behind the sphere is the uh, identity of the device. So Microsoft takes care about the identity of the, the microcontroller. So I can send uh, new firmware information. I can stop and I can take care about the life cycle of the device. That's the, the amazing thing on the, the Azure Sphere. And you can, of course, create any kind of software and send the data to where you want. So if you want to use, for example, Azure Sphere to manage the identity of a device, to have a secure device, you can use this and send the data to AWS, for example. Uh, it's your, it's your uh, decision. So Another thing... So hopefully... Will be the same right yeah yeah another another thing that we have now on ignite is uh some modifications on the azure percept so azure percept is an uh is a solution about uh to provide uh intelligence using iot and edge computing and build as a solution so you can buy a camera and it works as a, a, a solution in a marketplace, for example. So I can create some, some uh, uh, algorithms to do, to understand the, the, the environment and this kind of stuff. And now we are looking to the, the, the product growing because uh, it, uh, it comes in the last year, but it works, but it's on preview. And now we have more features. It, it will... Uh, uh, take some 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 new modifications and is now sorry is it GA already uh, it is GA but not all features ah. not all features for example uh, now we have uh, artificial intelligence models in low power edge cameras and audio devices for example so it's in preview and it's growing but it's a good it's a good one to take a look because uh, the 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 big problem when you talk about let's let's take in artificial intelligence to the edge is which hardware i have to use uh 
where I will deploy the models. I can, I have to use a, an IoT edge and the IoT edge must have a GPU. And this is not a good option because it comes a mess and you do not have, uh, uh, it's, it comes a with a big challenge for you. Yeah, so I was looking not... forward for the Percept release because like you're saying, um, you know, AI at the edge is kind of a geeky. It's just for the initiated. And with Percept, <laughs> it will become way more popular. Uh, it's like yeah. buying, you know, a TV and putting it there. But in this case, it's going to be the camera. I have seen some cool projects out there, people cataloging the birds in the backyard. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see this every day here on our clients. So for me, it's not too much geeky. But, but, but you are geeky. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> we we create some some good stuff here but i can i can tell you that man it's not easy as the people say on the marketing oh yeah. no it's easy you buy a camera you take a snapshot and then you just apply a small filter oh it's not like this <laughs> <laughs> i see many people putting tons of dollars on the solutions and it's it's not working it's very very good so uh azure percept is a good one if you were listening here to the azure centric take a look on that i believe you will see good stuff and another good thing on the on the ignite was I was presenting uh, a table topic talking about the Project 15. Project 15 is an open source of Microsoft to help uh, the endangered species and, and uh, the environment. So you can use... I saw that. Yeah, it was, a good, it was a good session because in sometimes we talk about technology and, and here we say, oh, it, Azure Percept is good and I, I use on my clients. I, I have a, a containers running and this kind of stuff. But I, when I arrive on the session and we start talking about that, I can see, oh, <laughs> and, we, and we really you know use intelligence on the edge to save animals. And it's... it's and it's not only that. The part that I like it about the session is uh, uh, was that uh, the session that you guys uh, introduced is it shows a different thing that we are not used because yeah. IoT in factories it's we have electricity, we have internet, we have yeah. all of those type of, type of things. On a savanna, you do savanna, not have nothing right? about that. It's like the IoT transcends to another level, right? Yeah. That it's like, how? what is the temperature? Because it's burning hot during the day. It's yeah. really cold during the night. There is no cellular reception. And, no, and it's, not, it's not, Marcos, about the kind of hardware that we have. But is the solution the environment. Itself? Yeah, is the we solution are about TinyML running on microprocessors? We are talking about as you as you told, uh, we are in a savanna. It's hot during the day and it's raining. So uh, and we do not have money <laughs> to run that. So that's the challenge. That's the challenge is to use uh, the, the cutting edge technology 
Yeah. To put inside a forest, for example, to take pictures of animals, to detect animals, uh, uh, to detect hunters and, and this, this kind of stuff. All of this. And if you want to see how does these things works together, all these services. And here we're talking about IoT Hub. We talk about Time Series Insight. We talk about Cosmos DB, uh, Azure Functions, uh, Digital Twins. And you can go take a look on the project and just deploy to my subscription on Azure. And it will deploy and you can see how does all those things works? So to me, this, this like is the good. About those Mars hovers. <laughs> yeah. 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 So now, changing a little bit of subject and and talking about the Azure news, is I have I have to confess that a lot of the uh, updates that they release, they released before. Uh, <laughs> so. Azure Firewall Premium, finally, <laughs> right? Uh, Azure Firewall Premium that finally comes um, to as the next gen in this case. It was released a week before, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it was not introduced. It was not new on Ignite. Uh, they did they did kind of a, a release that probably for Ignite, but uh, or not, but it was released before. What I like about all of this is, first, there is a new data center region in China that they 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 are growing on that on that area, and the uh, Azure Resource Mover uh, now is GA. So Azure Resource Mover will help you. For example, you George, that you have yeah, like I know. <laughs> a three thousand subscriptions to move your resource. From yeah, one, from subscription to yeah. another. <laughs> I sent I sent you tons of messages. Remember, hey Marco, yeah. so <laughs> I'm now... lost in space. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have a resource group here when I was trying the beta. I mean, you know, the preview of that thing. It cre it creates a resource group for the for the movement, and that resource group is still hanging here like a ghost on my subscription. You cannot. <laughs> have opened a ticket nobody removes that resource group from there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so those are the things and then it's like more updates regarding the tools like like you mentioned azure arc it's big um not That's only big. on data on data on on the infrastructure as well the way that you can manage what you can extend and it's I have to say it's I have to take the hat off of Microsoft is be able to deploy Azure Arc on other um, uh, instances of cloud, for example, like on the other providers, even using all the compute power that you have. And it's a single pane of glass and it makes everything. It's really smart because if you're looking at this, they tried that for several times. They use the Azure WAP, right? Uh, at the beginning, that was oh my god, was really complicated to deploy that, and then became the Azure Stack, right? But then and now we have the Azure Arc, yeah, right? The Azure Stack you need your hardware. The Azure Arc 
can be any hardware. That's the exactly, exactly. And that was the missing part because the Azure Stack, I think, was the first version. I call it that way, right? Because you need a specific uh, hardware that you need to buy that's not uh, is not cheap at all. And it comes with, not only that, comes with other things like the support from Microsoft and all the lockdowns that you have on Azure. Rem rem remember down there in Orlando, the both of us on that lab doing yeah. Azure Stack? Yeah. Uh, and, the, and, and that's where, because I remember when I was that time, it was right after um, I, uh, um, I left Microsoft, right? And now at Microsoft, I was uh, at the inside, I was one of the guys for the Azure Stack because I do believe that is the way to go. It's like to uh, be able to truly going hybrid, right? Be yeah. able to just move your workload from on-premise to the cloud and the cloud to on-premise, like with a, with a, a single click. It's the truly hybrid solution that you have because a lot of organizations start to develop out uh, uh, on the cloud and for several reasons they need to bring the workload inside but sometimes they have some kind some kind of disaster recovery and they want to extend for example all of those type of scenarios it's it's really the hybrid one and uh, an arc it does that there's a tons of that regarding but again even uh, if you're going to the the azure networking updates and all of that um it's kind of, I felt a little bit uh, disappointed, I have to say, because a lot of those updates were released before. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I guess, I guess uh, Microsoft Ignite and Microsoft Build is becoming events to show what's going on, how you can uh, combine some, some resources. And Microsoft Ignite for the corporate, and Microsoft Build for the developers. So because it, it doesn't make sense anymore to wait but it for a used year. Used to be like that. It used to be the way that they were announcing uh, the vision, of course, yeah. uh, and the features that support that vision. So, for example, mm -hmm. they were. I remember waiting for the server. Uh, the, the server launch, the sequel to launch, and all of that. They were choosing those kind of big events. By the way, by the way they announced SQL, but they did not they did not announce the new Windows. <laughs> the what? Windows. <coughs> no, they announced they announced the no yes, the, the server 2022 was announced before, but they just announced that now it's in preview in Azure, uh, which is okay. <laughs> In Azure. So in the Azure. Azure Agile CI CD pipeline is disrupting Microsoft Ignite. <laughs> Completely. And it's it's not easy because it man, it's like they, they launch almost like two thousand fixtures per year, right? Um and only when when I even text uh, my colleague uh, Andrew that does the, the podcast with me. And when, when, for example, Satya showed that we have 90 plus updates for this week, I say, oh my God, we will have like a three hours podcast to just talk about all of those. But again, when I see the book of news and when I start to see a lot of those sessions, 
looking for those. Um, it was not well. Uh, it, it was kind of disappointing in my in my perspective to just see that a lot of those uh, are happening. For example, the part of uh, Express Route IPv6 support. Uh, the there were a few things that they were they kind of put together just to make the numbers. See what I mean? And not too much of of a, a kind of a, a point to do that. That that was my 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 opinion regarding the the updates. But still, very nice updates uh, regarding all of those type of things. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I like it so far. So far, you like it. On the sessions about IoT, we we had several sessions about IoT. Uh, what I can see is we had a path to use the the whole IoT environment, and I believe it's good to the people who is looking to create a new solution using IoT on Azure, and and uh, I believe this is good to the event, not only uh, uh, new releases, for example, new releases about oh we are talking about the 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 new product. Uh, okay, uh, where I use this in IoT environment, for example, you have several resources that can do the same thing, and it changes the 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 role based on the project. For example, the stream analytics and the Azure function, you can use the stream analytics, for example, to to save a data to a database from the streaming. And you can also use the, the the Azure function to do the same thing. But if you want to uh, process the streaming and the and uh, take a, a time window or something like this, you should use the stream analytics. But if you don't, you can use the 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 Azure function. And this was uh, uh, presented. The, all the not not about this these two products, but uh, uh, this kind of paths to use the resources was discussed on the on the sessions about IoT. So, in my opinion, it was it was good to a, a corporate view about yeah. Internet of Things using Azure on Microsoft. So, yeah. this, no, this it was. It, I felt the same. I felt the same. Uh, again, I felt the same about that. But that. That was a session about how to use that project, right? Yeah. Um, it was it was like a more a, a kind of a architectural way to use their projects to build solutions into all of that. But it was not like what we are saying over here about what is new, what we really excited. I remember a few uh, ignites ago, ago it was, yeah, a few, uh, a few years ago, a few ignites. It was the feeling. Uh, how it's new? Come on. Yeah. Remember, I don't know if you guys remember. We were excited. I remember. So I remember one thing. It was like in 2019, last time we were together, when they announced the the synapse, there is a guy over here that was almost like crying. Uh, having a child on, on, on excitement. Crying. <laughs> I remember that. Say, oh my God! It was. We even <laughs> record this. 
On and give me a hug. He's in Portuguese. Okay. <laughs> he's in Portuguese, but he's recorded how fascinated he was with <laughs> Hey, I'm still working with the product. Three years later, I'm still. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I, I was exactly the same regarding some products like George's. Yeah. We are passionate about technology. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. But, but that, that's the point. You see, uh, back then, Synapse was something that very few people knew about before it was released at night. Uh, it, it was being, you know. And matured inside, uh, you know, the, the private previews and all of that. So that was, I agree, that was a big announcement. But you don't see things coming out like that anymore. Yeah. And I'm gonna say it again: the the CI/CD pipeline for features in the cloud is destroying these events in terms of the thrill of the events. Oh, look what's coming up! <laughs> but still, when they have these events, we can see the showcase. Like George was saying, we can see the showcase people using them and how they benefit their projects and and all of that so yeah, absolutely topic to, talking about that and and just to give you um a little bit more and now searching a little bit of topics is um and there was let's talk about one of the things that we have in common certifications okay and one of the things that they announce is new I... fundamental certifications for our Dynamics 365. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you noticed that on the book of news. Mm -hmm. I found interesting that those exams that they were uh, made available, it's, they are dated from February 2021. And they are still new. I think that one was the beta, the beta cycle for the, for the exam. Yeah, it was the beta. Uh, available and now they are becoming uh, available the two ones right yeah the but, cycle to release those uh, you know i don't know if you noticed we're talking about certification we can touch into training and uh, microsoft is retiring at the end of the year uh exchange server training 2019 look 2019 it's just two years they released that training and they're retiring because there is no adoption <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Like the Dynamics one, people want to know Dynamics, and I'm super, 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 super in demand. It's not my field, so I don't go much in there. But mm -hmm. when you get to the certification, the, the dynamic, community, dynamic community is it's not huge. a certification. They're much more into doing the thing. You know, this certified yeah. is not a big thing in there yet. So it takes forever for the exam to come out of beta because they need a, a, a minimal amount of people taking the exam so they can grade the, the questions. That's interesting. That's that. That's that's very interesting. That part, but that's the part that I found curious. They announced this in beta in, in February, and again, we know this because hey. usually it's better in like two or three months, right? You want a good one? You want a good one? Yes. Have, have you taken the AZ seven hundred already? The networking one. Yep. No. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I passed it two weeks ago. It's, it's a good one. Uh, I, I'm, so that's I'm, really new. That one is really new. <laughs> that one is you're, new. You're, no, you're, that, that's the part. You will not believe what I did. I lose I, the date. From you, I believe everything. Whatever <laughs> you say, I know. <laughs> uh, man, I forgot the date to renew my 204. <laughs> 
Oh, oh. have to do it again. <laughs> We're gonna we cancel George. And that's a that's a nice segue. We're gonna cancel George. That's a nice segue because the renewal process, I have to say, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I almost and it's I almost easy. And it's easy. And it's so easy. Yeah. And and the thing is, just I almost to the lost side mine and done that. I almost lost mine, the mine uh, AZ-104. <laughs> almost. I did on the last day. Okay. Oh, I no. did on the last day. And well, I felt like, wow, you are able to do that online, right? Free, no cost, which Open is book. good. Open uh, um, no, and the thing is, I noticed that if even if you don't pass, you have two tries on the same day. Okay, and even if you fail, you, uh, you can try. have you can have another one on the next day. George, he did not pass on the first try. He knows. <laughs> no, I I read about it. I read about no, it. No, I did no, pass. I you advantage of it. You took advantage of it. Say it. No, I didn't. <laughs> you I have no problem saying, but I didn't. You failed. I didn't. I didn't fail on the first time. No. Yeah, he failed. Yeah, failed. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> No, you I didn't. Me. I can show you. You told me. Come on. It Don't was like not it. that one. That was the three of the three uh, the three hundreds that I did <laughs> fail the first time. The yeah, 104, but, I didn't. It's a good one. You should try. Yeah, it's a shoe. Now you cannot try, George. You have to do it again. So probably you can do the skills right now to get that free exam to do the one the 204. I'll have to do the 204, man. I, 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 I don't know why I did that. Because I, I'm on my mind, it was October. You, George. So, October. No, in October, I will do this. October. It was August. Oh, my God. I'm a long procrastinator. I'm a long procrastinator. I, I log in on the, on the site and... Where where is the exam to to renew? And there is one to do on on here on on now in November. And I look at it. where is the the two or three two or three? Where is the two or three? The, oh, <laughs> it was August. <laughs> Only you. And now I have to do the exam again. Yeah. But that was not the last the last announcement that they did on certifications. They they are coming a new certification uh, of about Windows Virtual Desktop, or should we call it the Azure Virtual Desktop that they are that they are uh, doing for developers and IT in this case. Uh, we are trying to start using this on the on the office here, and it's it's a good it's a good it, it good is thing. good. Any of you try the Windows 365? Not yet. I have, a, I have a subscription. Yeah? You have a subscription? I do. So what do you think? It's great. It works great. Even Teams, the camera and the, you know, the streaming for meetings, it works fine. I, I, I actually use it when I'm on the road with the iPad. I use it with uh, the Windows 365. I, iPad? Yeah. Look, wait, I, I wait, 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 wait. This is a this is, this is historical moment. Okay. Are you using an iPad? 
I'm using a, an iPad as a Windows device. Yes. <laughs> okay. You were using an iPad and you were loving the experience, right? Of my Windows 365, yes. Yeah, because it works everything on that. No, it's just because everything. <laughs> ah, you can install everything you want. It's for productive guys. I didn't know it. I got this hard to it. So we are really, George, this 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 announcement of Armando, it's bigger than Book of News, okay? I have to say. Uh, and <laughs> and this I'm 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 speechless. Uh, the man that criticizes, remember, no uh, devices needs to be Windows and all of that. And I have to say to you, Armando, to make you happy that my MacBook Pro it's on the, on on my backpack. I'm using a, a, a Windows uh, PC. Uh, because of all of because you 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 don't know how to update that <laughs> because <of> that. <laughs> no I have it's it's still it's still that it's still working but right now I have Windows 11 on my PC and it's 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 great is it I have almost Windows the same 11 on the parallels and it's working fine with some other uh, uh, virtual machines. And working all this stuff and working. Yeah, it works fine, my friend. You have to try it. Yeah, I do have Windows 3. I actually got it the week after release. And uh, I, I signed up for the... It's the same thing as the, the Azure Virtual Desktop. The, the, the... It's different. It's different? Totally different. Yeah. 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 So, so, last topic. What else do you guys think about this Ignite? I guess you were missing us too much. Yes. You want to hug us? A big one? Yes, I feel... Uh, do you guys think that next, next No, come year... on. No, digital hug, no. Oh, come on. Fuck no. I will not do this. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we should have a limit, guys. George, you are limitless. You know no boundaries. We know. Everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think next year Ignite will be in person? I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because a lot of people um, during the day, um, while I was with 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 between meetings, I had the Ignite open, and I saw a lot of the the the. Uh, the people complaining, or not complaining, talking about why they are dis uh, describing themselves, right? And that was one of the things, and that they miss a lot of that um, of that uh, event being being um, on the presence. And now we're starting to see a lot of events coming as a, as a physical one, right? Um, to be as a very strong inclusive policy um, and why we have COVID restrictions for international travelers I, I, I don't see it happening in person but they are opening up a lot hybrid ones please hybrid ones who can go go who cannot yeah, stay at home it, and but I don't see it happening 
I'm seeing I happening, to be very honest. I believe um, it will happen. So, say, yeah. I, I, I really hope I'm proven wrong, but you know, considering, considering Microsoft's positions on inclusiveness and be you know, fair to everybody to have the same accessibility or access methods to things, uh, I don't know. I don't think it will happen. At least in the first semester, I don't think it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. True. What else? What else, guys? Do you guys think that you guys like it or didn't like it about about that about Dignite? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a good event. It was a good event. Yeah, talk about news. Yeah, it's good. We we yeah, yeah. we should we should drink like Armando uh, to become. When it's empty, I need to refill. Oh. Okay, yeah. I, I understand. Like that. on the bar is. It's time. It's time to. It's time to close. To close yeah, this, I, think. I can't wait for us to be yelling at each other. The walkways there. <laughs> the Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think the next event for us is going to be CES. Yeah. You see, I was about to go there, but then a friend of mine who was about to, who told me who would host me wants me to uh, to sleep with the dogs, so I decided to go to the to Hawaii instead. <laughs> oh my God! I'm going to Vegas to 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 test the vaccination because oh, I, I'm, be I'm going to all parties during a whole week. So, on the next Monday after the show, I can say it's it worked or not. Yeah, I will, I will try this because we we really need to 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 come back to. to I, I thought I would I would I would not live to the day that I would see George being a guinea pig. I I I really didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the world is the world is changing, my friends. The world is changing. So George, I want CS. I, I think it's gonna be a great event, and I can't wait to hear from you from your reports from there. Are you gonna uh, broadcast li live there as you used to do? Yeah, every day. All right, I'll well, try to pay attention. Um, pay attention you know, to George. Are you going to do that in English and in Portuguese? I'll try to do in English, but my my big audience is is in Brazil, so I don't know. We have we have some clients uh, in 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 US and and in Europe, and and we we do some some bulletins to them. But I don't know if I will if I will okay. do a broadcast in English. But I would try to to start in 2022. So you can use Microsoft embedded AI and put a translation, automatic translation on the stream using your PowerPoint and your Windows computer. It will not work. My Portuguese is not good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my friend. Uh, uh, really, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for being here, thank and I appreciate and all of, all of the all of the work that you guys been doing. We do miss to be together, and yeah. I think this is the closest that we can 
that we can do. Um, I, I, I can't wait to get to have you and your daughter here for us to do some go karting here in Sonoma, man. Yeah, absolutely. Just his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Look at absolutely. the weight of the guy. She needs a coach. <laughs> on a cart. Oh, come on. When 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 all those restrictions are are go away, we will we will go there absolutely to go. So yeah. once again, thank you. Uh, if you if you like all of these podcasts of Azure Centric, don't forget to subscribe, and yeah. don't forget to to uh, eat that smash or smash that like button uh, as well. So for now, I'm gonna thank you and see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.